0: Hi, and welcome to the Practical Ascension podcast. I am your Practical Ascension guide, Tracy Goody, and welcome to this Catalyst podcast series. Recently, I have contributed to a collaborative project. It's a multimedia magazine called Catalyst. So in this 2023 issue, we focused on awakening your inner change creator. This magazine is for you if you identify as someone who is here to persevere and really create change to connect into your soul truth and make things better. In this magazine, I am joined by 12 co-creators, all of whom are anchored in their soul, truth, and mission in their own way. Really, really powerful contributors. So in this series, I will be interviewing some of these fellow contributors so that you can get to know them and get a vibe for their brilliance that they bring to the world and to this project. You can get your copy of Catalyst magazine at the link in the show notes below. Today on this series, I am joined by Polly Heersey. She is a business design mentor who sees businesses as part of the solution to our challenges. She believes if we choose to stop and listen, nature can help us create new ways of living and working in harmony with our natural environment. She guides entrepreneurs to work with the natural life force energies of their business to uncover their true potential as change creators, Polly passionately believes that intuitive wisdom is the hallmark of future businesses and is working to help entrepreneurs hone and tone their intuitive wisdom within business life. Polly is also the editor and the creator of Catalyst Magazine, so enjoy our interview. Welcome, Polly to the Practical Ascension podcast. I'm so excited to have you back on this Catalyst series, which would not be happening without you. So today we are going to look at the changing nature of business. And of course, I'm obsessed with Polly's view on this and the way she looks at business is very resonant with me. So I'm sure it's going to be very resonant with a lot of you who are listening. So
1: welcome to the podcast. Well, it's good to be back. It's yeah. really exciting to be back um, and to see where it's, how much it's changed since mm. I was last here. It's, it's huge. It's yeah. very exciting.
0: <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, and I know one thing that you look at, like immediately as I'm starting to talk to you, I'm really feeling um, these flows of information that want to come through. So the very first thing that I want to bring up is... Um, one of the things that first drew me to her work was your connection to um, the elements, your connection to the land. And seeing how your work has really evolved with this over the last few years, um, I want to get right into this topic of the changing nature of business and how those connect.
1: Oh gosh! Well, that's such a big question, isn't it? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the elements is where I started my journey. I mean, I think that that has to be has to be said, and I understood them from a particular point of view for a very long time, and then they sort of kind of took a little bit of a back seat, um, and I guess that was while I was trying to work some of the other stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, the, the way I see them now is that they are are intermediary between uh like the the more um energetic and spiritual sides of what we're trying to create and and the land on which we you know we depend on you know and we are of the land you know we're formed mm. of the same materials from it so there's this how do we communicate because mm. that to me is the thing that's got lost we don't know how to communicate with the land anymore we don't know how to listen to that really deep story that narrative that tells us how to be Mm. we've kind of forgotten that bit you know it used to be so intrinsic to our physical experience of life so you know there was that there's the stars and the, you know the changing seasons and everything were were our guides and our pointers and i think i guess where i'm coming to is that we're kind of slightly beyond that now mm, yeah. um so i've i've felt for a long time some of the more ritualistic aspects mm-hmm are out of you know they're, they're no longer of their time yep there's something more that we need to be doing so to, to me the elements have always been my avenue into being able to communicate with the forces of creation that's yeah. how i understand them uh, so for me business needs to change it needs to change a lot of the ethics and the principles that have underpinned it but it also needs critically to change its relationship to life Mm. because it's not got a good relationship with life. It's a very exploitative model. I mean, and I am talking about the collective model, not the individuals, Um, but it's got this exploitative model um, and that's not how nature works. Mm. So what I'm really focused on exploring now is how do we reintegrate business Mm. into nature? because we've got the concept of, you know, rewilding land. That's, you know, we're learning from nature about how it restores balance. There's a big movement on rewilding ourselves Mm -hmm. and getting back to nature. But I'm very keen that that aspect of it is not about getting back to nature in order to take from nature, Mm. but to become part of it. Yeah, yeah. So restore our balance as part of nature. And we can't do that if business is excluded. Mm. So that's a really big piece, and I think I've yeah, it's taken a long time <laughs> for me to kind of work that through and just go, oh, okay, that that's quite a big task, and it, it I, is, but <laughs> but I don't think it's done in the way of sort of like uh, I've, I've sort of like kind of thought about this a lot. You see that there's the, the a really strong role for lobbyists <laughs> and activists, and that's not my thing. Yep. Um so when I keep getting this message of be the voice, be the voice, um, it's not that I have to get up there and and shake my placard at everybody. Mm. That's not kind of my what I need to do. What I need to do is show people at the ground yep. how to change the business dynamic because then the entire business dynamic can shift. Mm. Because you could just you know, we all know what it's like. You can't change policy by chipping away at the top. Exactly. You've got to chip away yeah. at the bottom. So yeah. there's lots there's lots to do there. I mean, and business just can't continue mm. the way it has been. Mm. Just I agree. It's gonna drive us into you know, it's gonna drive us into extinction. It's as exactly. Simple as
0: that. Uh the way that you're talking about it. Who it's almost like the business energy, like where we're at right now, is or where we're trying to move away from is like so centered in that mental energy and disconnected from the physical. And those elements really feel like that bridge that helps us to reconnect to the physical. Um, And it's interesting when I'm, you know, talking to other spiritual business owners and these things that it can really be um, a disconnect with the physical. So this really works for yes like on the corporate side and all of that but then also on the spiritual side for those spiritual business owners that can really operate you know from that maybe an energetic space and maybe a mental space but not having that connection to the physical like you said that is so important to to really get into the the natural rhythm that I think is available for us with, you know, like you said, as rewilding nature, as humans, like, you know, rewilding ourselves and then as business rewilding as well, I can hear your birds going off in the background now too. They, yeah. they, agree. <laughs> they always
1: like to chirp in.
0: They love it. And like you said, like it's a big task, but I think this is kind of really drawing me to the next um, thing that you have been talking about a lot and it's a big task, but Collaboration is also something that's flowing in as a part of this cycle. So what do you got to well, say about
1: this? Yeah, because <laughs> well, it has to be because um, nature is collaborative. Yeah. It yeah. isn't out it isn't for itself. So yesterday I watched a video of this baby rhino charging at a wildebeest. And as I was watching it, I was just going, this wildebeest is consciously participating in educating the yeah. rhino so originally it started to run away and then it challenged it and then the, the 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 baby rhino ran away and then and so he said oh okay no I'll run away so you can chase me again and, and yeah. it was like building up the confidence you just go this is a wildebeest versus a rhino mm. and, he, and that to me is like one of those classic examples like humpback whales who come in and save seals from orcas and stuff like that there is a collaborative nature Mm. it doesn't matter where you look um you know you can look at how trees support each other so you've got a dying tree that is supported by other trees etc it's all collaborative Mm -hmm. so this mentality of competition and exploitation and domination Mm. is just ridiculous yeah actually it's frankly it's ridiculous (laughs) we have to learn to collaborate because every Body has got a perception, a perspective, a skill set mm-hmm. that is complementary. Yeah. And unless they are working with those skill sets, we are never going to elevate and advance because that's what we need mm-hmm. in order to be able to do this work. So, collaboration to me is about saying, This person has a really valid perspective. Mm-hmm. It may not chime with me, but it's still a valid perspective. So there's space for collaboration in in all of that. And I think that's such a pivotal part of how we support each other to really step into our things, Mm -hmm. you know, because finding our voice, I, I think probably every spiritual or conscious entrepreneur would reflect this back, but the process of finding your voice in a world which is just so dominated by something else, another narrative, it's terrifying yeah but if we work together we create these safe spaces where everybody feels empowered to use their voice and then and then they connect to other people and they just go oh and that just sets off this chain reaction and it's a wonderful thing you can't do that on your own no you do that Mm -hmm. together absolutely so i think collaboration is such an important principle that lies at the heart of any change to business Mm. And, so that we can find that for, for each other.
0: So um, I want to keep going on this uh, energy of collaboration for a moment. And well, there's a couple of different Places I want to go with it. Um, Number one, I can also see that connection with collaboration and the elements and the seasons and (laughs) how, you know, if you're only in fire, then, you know, that's not going to (laughs) work. You know, you need all of these together.
1: Um, Anything you want to speak to on that? And then I'll go to my next thing that's drawing. Okay. Well, yeah, the balance thing is absolutely critical. Yeah. Because people tend to, we tend to label ourselves. We tend to go, oh, I'm this or I'm that. And forget the fact that we're constantly evolving, so yeah. we're constantly moving. So I, I do think, um, not to anger anybody who loves the human design, but it is it is the the thing of the moment. It is yeah. the label of the moment. I am yeah. this or I am that. It's possible to change. Yes, it's a conscious decision to change. Yeah. Um, and I think what I've learned about the elements is that they're not archetypes. They're not labels. Mm. They are transitions. And there there are actually way more than we are. We've ever known and they're available to us Um, which is I've got names for them Mm. Um, but it's all about the flow through them so there is a collaboration and everything that we create is a collaboration of the four broadly the four elements that we know of Mm. so those energies come in in different ways and then we flow through them at different times so it is very much like the seasons so in you know I've got this new membership which I'm doing which is Mm -hmm. seasonally based But it's seasonally and elementally based because moving, the constant movement is how we evolve. Exactly. Um, And it's how we explore the different states of being that are necessary. You can't, I've said this for so many years, that if you are in fire for the sake of argument and you stay in fire, (laughs) you end up like our entire business dynamic is now. Mm. It's in this masculine dominated, constantly Mm -hmm. on the go, never able to stop, constantly got to be creating, producing, dominating everything. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's what it's become toxic when actually fire energy can be incredibly soft and gentle and easy to work with. But you've got to move out of it in order to move back into it. And we hate that because Mm -hmm. it means that we stop doing Mm-hmm. so yeah it's a very much a collaborative process of of allowing yourself to uh, and allowing what you create to be many different things, not just one face of something all the time
0: exactly and I think a lot of people get hung up on that, you know, needing to define exactly like what is my one purpose? What am I here to do? How am I defined? How am I meant to work? And that just puts so much pressure to, you know, try and come up with one thing. But I think that comes from that old, um, like idea that we're fed in school and things like that, that I remember I was at um, one of my kids was graduating um, eighth grade. And they were like, you need to know exactly what you're going to do for the rest of your life as you're leaving this. And I was just like, floored. I was like, these kids are 13 years old. No, they do not. And I know, <laughs> I know I see it in my daughter now. She's uh, graduating high school in a few years and she's stressed out because she doesn't know what to do. And I was like, people are 50, 60 years old. They don't know what to do. It's okay. Just
1: what do you feel like now? Like yeah. <laughs> allow yourself to evolve. So and, and that is such an important thing. And I, I do say it to my son all the time mm. is that it's everything that we do teaches us a little bit more about who we are yeah yeah so being able to do lots of different things is how we find out what our mm. purpose is what our skill set is what our strengths are and and what and it's only through lots of experiences that you can start to see that thread that runs through them and you just go that's how I de- that's my default way of dealing with things that's yeah. my strength that's what I bring out in people and we're so close to those things mm-hmm. that we don't see them yeah. and so we don't appreciate them and then we don't realize that they are our like our magic wand in life.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Okay, all right. So this next thread that's flowing in is um the nature of collaboration and what that means um cuz again, sometimes we can have these preconceived notions that, you know, the only way to, to collaborate is like you're making a program with another business owner or something like that, mm-hmm. right? No. So, <laughs> what what's on this? <laughs> so,
1: yeah we've we've got this sort of like structure like joint ventures and strategic yes, exactly. alliances blah, blah blah blah. no um i think it needs to be much looser and much mm-hmm. more relaxed because collaboration isn't necessarily collaboration between two people
0: yeah
1: it can be collaborate or two businesses it can be collaboration between it within yourself mm-hmm. between different parts of yourself mm. it can and for for those people who've got lots of things that draw them away then it's about allowing those things to come together and collaborate to Mm. discover that there is a bigger thing that is there so collaboration to me is is a a much more it's more about a process rather than a a, a, not a process it's 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 not a defined process but it's more about um I suppose a philosophy of of approaching things Mm -hmm. that there's always room for more energy Mm. which is a kind of like a you know there's a bit of a dangerous one in in the mainstream narrative you you can't have that Um, and I think an awful lot of um spiritual entrepreneurs have actually spent a lot of time protecting their energy Mm -hmm. rather than allowing their energy to go out there and mingle in the world yeah um and I I I think that that's where we're at now is you know energy needs to go out there and just like learn and explore and then come back again and mastery of our own energy has become a critical part of being able to do this work yeah and not feeling afraid to let that energy out there and i think for for empaths and people who are highly sensitive you know that's been one of the big challenges for them is just that they feel it's very hard to put to stay whole mm-hmm. and i th- think that's that's something that um you know is we're going to continue to work on and i know that's something you work on a lot mm-hmm. obviously um just empowering people to feel more in control of their energy and exactly. not as afraid to extend their energy because yeah. we can't participate in life unless we're putting our energy out there exactly it's just and you can't run a business and protect your energy from other mm. people exactly. it's just a you can't have a client if you are protecting your energy you've got to allow yourself to let your defenses down a little bit mm. uh, so the confidence in doing that has been and I think that's where I've been on the last few years is understanding the energy piece mm. so that I could understand how to allow people to really engage with creative energy exactly um, and and to hold it without feeling that they would completely dissipating.
0: Exactly. I love that. Um, It brought in actually, just as you were saying, it's, you know, something I work on, something I worked on this week is I was asked by uh, a business owner, a friend, you know, she's having some issues um, where a lot of people are feeling really like heavy, icky energy, like that entity style energy, right? And Mm -hmm. could I do a recording for it? And sure I did. And what really flowed through more even than like, you know, cutting cords and all of these things is standing in your sovereignty and knowing that it's safe to go out there and do that. So the big message that really flowed through around that is you have energetic freedom to, to reach out, to do these things. Right. And to Mm -hmm. remember that. So it was just really interesting how that was like the message that flowed through more so than that kind of like fear-based I have to protect myself. It was very much about, I have to open myself more So that was, yeah, that was really, really powerful. And I'm noticing like when I'm doing this interview series, for example, the amount of energy I get back from just allowing the, just that interaction of energy um, with people who, again, they might not be in the same lane as me or doing, you know, a similar thing, but the frequency of um, the intention of the businesses uh, or the intention of the person are so centered around um, ascension, whether that's known as ascension or not, it's evolution, whatever it is, right? Because that is um, so connected. It just feels so like energetically expansive to connect with people. So I've enjoyed even the collaboration of like doing these interviews and things like that. I get so much energy from and, you know, people will thank me at the end, you know, thanks for this. I
1: was like, no, thank you. Like,
0: this is, this is feeding my day. And that's how it should be. Mm, It
1: shouldn't, it shouldn't be a a drain, but I I think something that any, anyone can try Mm. is the next time you go out and you meet a friend, go out and consciously choose to be received by them. Mm. Very difficult for many people and to receive them fully. Yeah. And just it completely shifts yeah. because there's no it puts you in the moment of underst- of, of receiving them where they're at yeah. rather than having a preconception. Oh, we're going to go out and we're going to have a blast and blah blah blah. You We can write a story for ourselves before we even do it. Yeah. And I think if you try that sort of approach, and then you realise that you can apply that to business as well, and that it's yeah. fine to meet with somebody you've never met before. Mm-hmm. um and have a conversation with them and c- allow yourself to get really deep into those yeah. things yeah very quickly mm-hmm. I mean you know me I can't stop myself yeah. doing that <laughs> um and and it's and to know that it's safe to do that mm. is a pivotal part we can't collaborate until we know that piece all right
0: so the next thing that I really want to look at here is how this energy of collaboration has drawn you to start this project of Catalyst
1: Magazine, which is
0: the purpose of this
1: series. Okay, so, I, I mean, collaboration has been uh, something that I've been pulled to for, I can't tell you how long. And I've tried lots of different ways of doing it and, and being very structured in, um, in anything is always makes it much, much harder. So, I I thought sometime last year, beginning of last year, probably I was starting to think, oh, what about doing a paid newsletter? And I know I floated the idea, and I I, and yeah, and people were interested, but I was like, "Mm, what do I do with it? And then I thought, oh well, okay. Now towards the end of last year, I was like, yeah, okay, let's move with this. And what was really lovely about doing Catalyst was to say. I want you to be involved. I want you to bring your energy and I want you to shape it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this idea of this paid newsletter rapidly became something much more because it was like <laughs> 80 odd pages of, of incredible information mm. from very, very different people with, yeah. you know, looking at things in 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 from such different perspectives. And it to me that it is allowing things to to come into their own form. Mm. So it was a really wonderful experience of doing that and seeing how it shaped up and how I was able to then just begin to sort of like pull it, pull the threads together in terms of how it was presented. And I had no idea what people were going to talk about. I didn't know what, you know, format it was going to be in really and and how it was going to come across. So it was like um, it was a really good example of how to allow things to happen on their own terms. Mm, yeah. And what happened was that people brought such different stories. I mean, and and they're not all, you know, um, because there was no thou shalt do this yeah. with it. Some of them are just things that you can relate to, and some of them are things that you can practically do. Mm-hmm. As you there know, you've got tools, and you've got sort of like. Um, a, a, stories that you can listen to sort of like and absorb so you can understand perhaps that perspective on your own on your own journey. So it's been it's been lovely to do that. And what I find always happens when you work collaboratively Mm -hmm. is that it finds a cohesive energy. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that we're most scared of. It's like, well, how is it going yeah. oh, to it mm-hmm. be scrappy? And mm-hmm. it always finds a cohesive energy if you give it the space. Yeah. But I think this old, perhaps, if I'd thought about it doing it as a magazine, I'd have probably had, you know, a, a, a like a, a style guide that I might have been following and, yeah. you know, a theme and everything. And it was just, you know, let it go, let it do its own thing. And I just... I couldn't have predicted how it would come out. Mm. And and you, would you ever actually have put those people in the same room, effectively? Exactly. yeah, yeah. You would just, I mean, I can imagine that there might be some topics that might bring everybody together, but you wouldn't have actually been able to put forward something specific mm. if you'd predetermined it and yeah. have all those people in, involved. It just like kind of just didn't, wouldn't have worked. So that to me is what the beauty of the collaboration can be. It's just like, let's just bring our energy together and create together.
0: And see, and like taking that back to nature, like it feels kind of like the magic of like an ecosystem where Uh the things, you know, not everything is obviously everything's different, but it works together and it flows together because it's, it's following its own
1: natural rhythm. And that feels very much, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if you take... You t- and this this applies to a business or any creative endeavor, but if you if you think about a patch of earth, mm. um, you can have like a, a one meter square patch of earth next to another one meter of a patch of square earth, and you just leave them to their own devices, they will look different. Mm. They will not be the same, and that's because the the resources available to them and the conditions are different, subtly yeah. different. Yep. And so every time there is a collaboration, it will be different. every time you create something in your business it'll be different Mm -hmm. Um, because it's drawing on different resources and it's responding to a different energy at the the time yeah and that's something that we we really struggle with because we live in this mass-produced world where there is huge consistency if you look at something as simple as the vegetables that we buy in a supermarket they all have to conform to certain standards they don't Mm -hmm they don't they, you know there's no wonky you, you buy the wonky stuff separately you know yeah. because it has to be labeled as wonky because it doesn't meet the uh, meet the standards yeah and we have this sort of like idea that everything should be uniform and we need to reclaim the idea of individuality yes and uniqueness yeah. mm. and give that a role so you know the other day i did a piece on a potato um and the wisdom that we can get from a potato <laughs> yeah. in the business because we, you know, there is a lot to be said about understanding that something that we see as a huge commodity and is just churned out to create the same stuff mm. is more than the stuff that we churn out. Yeah. And all of the business blueprints that I've sort of like railed against for years and years and years is about creating this mass-produced model mm. and we need to reclaim the individuality and we uh, can't goodness. do that yeah unless we do it collaboratively because you can't you can't recreate individuality unless you have multiple perspectives on what makes it individual.
0: Oh, I love that that's a good that's a good piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh so okay so the final thing I'm going to ask you here is for any guidance like what really jumps out to if somebody is wanting to connect into this, really evolving um business energy that's flowing through and available to us now maybe they want to connect through collaboration or uh connecting through the elements what would be just one thing that really flows through for you for them to take action on or get started
1: um i think something so simple that you mm-hmm. can do is because i i don't i know very few people who don't get a lot out of their time outside and in nature yeah you mm-hmm. know? So, and I asked the question the other day to, to some group, do, do it, does nature play a role in your business? Yeah. And most people, when they answered that question, hadn't realized that nature was playing a role in their business. Mm. So make it more conscious. Yeah. So when you go out for your walk and you take your business along for the ride because you're trying to work through something, give nature its dues as the role it's playing in helping yeah. you solve it. And that is going to have a big impact on how you approach your business, because then you'll understand that when you go out for your walk or you go out to sit by the river or, you know, whatever, you're having a business meeting. It's just not a business meeting with other people.
0: Um,
1: And you're getting all sorts of insight and information and just that thing of being in touch with the land in, in whatever way you can manage. And it doesn't matter if it's a plant pot. You know, that's, because that's yeah. all you've got I available gave to you. I that
0: example yesterday myself.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> funny. So, you know, it's, it's whatever you can do. is like giving it, its, it's a role in your business. And then mm-hmm. you'll start to understand how much your decision making can shift.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that will help you to really question some of the things that are in your head yep. about how business should be. Yeah, that you haven't yet questioned,
0: mm.
1: and there will be a lot of them. So I just just before we started this call, I was writing an email to my my community about the, how this concept of having to add value, having give value all the time, is still in people's heads, and it's still in mine. Yeah, and I was talking about how that's derailed. Mm. Um, some potential client experiences because it it was throwing them off what they needed in the moment Mm -hmm. so it's so important to deconstruct those concepts that we've absorbed Mm -hmm. and you won't do that by staying in the same situation in the same environment if you take yourself out into nature and allow nature to give you a different perspective Mm -hmm. You know, you can sit there and you can watch how water flows over the rocks and the riverbed, and you're going to understand that there is a different dynamic at play. Mm-hmm. And it might not make immediate sense to how you think about business, but it will do. Yeah, over time.
0: Yeah, it, it's that energetic absorption of of yeah. of that. It, that's a collaboration energy. So it is. It's All absolute right. Collaboration. Oh, I love this. Um, so the links for Catalyst and also um, how to reach you, shall be in the show notes below. And anything else you want to leave us off with today?
1: Um, I kind of want to reflect a little bit more on Catalyst. Yes, and, um, let's do and it. And just say what's you know, I, I there is. There is an emergence going on at the mm. moment of um, really supporting other perspectives and allowing them to enrich your own, and I think that, to me, is what has really come out of Catalyst for me mm. of just being able to see the pure, as you said, with you know, with the series, the the pure frequency of what somebody is trying to do, yeah, and acknowledging that. Um, and in you know, acknowledging their soul calling yeah, is one of the most liberating things that you can receive for yourself in your own journey. And that's that, I think that's, the, that's one of the biggest gifts in the project.
0: Beautiful. I love it. So, yes, definitely look for the link for that in the show notes below. And the rest of the series will be following this weekly. So I'm excited for you to check that out as well. Thank you so much for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Get more details about today's guest and get your copy of Catalyst magazine at the link in the show notes below.